and thank you for tuning in to Dumb Kids Playing Hero, a Standing Stones actual play production focused on communal world building and having fun with friends. Today, as always, we'll be playing Idiot Teenagers with a Death Wish, a hack of Blades in the Dark by John Harper, in which you play shapeshifters fighting a guerrilla war against a parasitic invasion. Playing with me today, we have August playing Adrian. Hi, I'm August. You can find me on Twitter at Harpydora. You can find the games I've written at harpydora.itch.io, and you can find the other podcast, or the other actual play podcast I'm in at uh, FTLcast on Twitter or FTLcast.com. I will let Brian plug the other other podcast I'm in because it's his baby. <laughs> Mac playing Ariel. What's up? I'm Mac. You can find me pretty much anywhere on the internet at Citadel of Swords. Uh, you can find Standing Stones, which is our podcasting guild, at uh, stones underscore standing on Twitter. And if you want to see a raccoon eating pomegranate scenes out of a glass and also some incorrect dumb kids quotes, you can check out incorrectdkphquotes.tumblr.com, which is very sporadically updated as I find incorrect dumb kids quotes. <laughs> Jade playing Kel. Hi, hello, I'm Jade. You can find me on the Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. Oxford is not, in fact, my middle name. The number of people that believe it is delights I, me every time. Oh, my uh, God, I had you on our wedding, like, like our invite list <laughs> as Jade Oxford Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got introduced as that. I got introduced as that when uh, recording Party of One Pod the other day. Like, Jeff introduced Jesus. me as Jade Oxford Rose, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's my Twitter handle, isn't it? No wonder people refer to me as such. I had you um, on our fucking that, aside, If you are a fan of Animorphs, which you might be if you listen to this podcast, if not, I'm so glad you're here and sticking with it. But you can listen to the Escaville Files, which is our read-along book club podcast where... Danielle and I frequently go over our recording <laughs> sessions because we can't <laughs> stop talking about animals. As I said, that's at Escafil Files on Twitter. Anya playing Jude. Hey, I'm Anya. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on Twitter at aka Anya, or you could just know that I have a very fuzzy cat in my lap and it feels like she's wearing pants. <laughs> they're so fuzzy. They're like little leg warmer pants. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Richard playing Benny. Hi, I'm Richard. My pronouns are he, him, and you can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And Brian playing Dante. Hello, I'm Brian. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RoomwarePod, and you uh, can listen to the Roomware Happen, an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends, and also, I guess, the the child that I birthed fully formed from my head as though I were Zeus, Gay Space Rocks, a Steven Universe watching <laughs> podcast where we watch Steven Universe. <laughs> I did all of that in one breath. I can't. <laughs> Good job. Great. Fantastic. Phenomenal. Uh, I'm Danielle. I use she or they pronouns, and you can find me on the internet at redtailedhawk90 uh, on Twitter uh, or on itch, where you can buy this game. Uh, it's buy. I say free. buy loosely. You can download this game. It's um, free. You can just you have, have no it. Excuse. Yeah. If you play this game, tell me about it. I crave validation that's that's um, the price you have to tell danielle about it yeah <laughs> this podcast is not enough <laughs> wow okay i guess Damn, I'll try i harder. feel validated now uh, all right you both know i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, humour doesn't always travel very well transatlantically. <laughs> Jesus. Richard has no excuse. He's three houses down. <laughs> it's the yeah, let us know if there's another house about three houses from either of you. Yeah. We've got to keep the real. trend going. Yeah, just take over this little neighborhood. Uh, if you, like me, want to own a apron with Visser 3's face on it, holding boba tea and shutter shades uh, with the words messy bitch across it, then you should check out our good friend Izzy's merch store at Psychic Studios on Redbubble. Uh, or you can search Dumb Kids Playing Hero. It's basically the first result that comes up. Uh, I think it comes up before this podcast, even. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Have we started plugging the Twitter for this podcast? Uh, Yeah. If you want to talk to this podcast on Twitter, you can find it at DKPHpod on Twitter. Um, I plugged the incorrect quotes blog before I remembered that we should probably plug the Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, if you want to be kept up with updates. I have it... uh, organized through if this then that so it automatically posts a twitter post whenever the feed updates because otherwise i 100 percent forget uh so if, if you want to know when a new thing happens you can follow that twitter it will tell you uh our lines which are things we absolutely do not want to see are racism sexism transphobia homophobia anti-semitism violence against children sexual assault domestic violence or intimate partner violence emotional abuse self-harm suffocation drowning and claustrophobia our veils which are things we're okay with including but won't leave the camera on are steamy situations terminal illness pandemics and depression Content warnings for this game include mind control, descriptions of bodily harm, body horror, alcohol use slash abuse, and violence against people who are in the bodies of animals. Because our crew here is having a bad time. Everyone is traumatized and everything hurts. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say, Brian? I said, for the record, I've been in in y'all's neighborhood multiple times. We don't need to wait for a house to open up to take it over. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one way in or out. We we can conquer this thing. They probably already have suspicions about Richard. (laughs) Oh, my God. They definitely think Richard is an arms dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What kind of fucking neighborhood do y'all live in? A conservative one. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently if you're ca- carrying casserole dishes, you're actually smuggling firearms. Yeah, it's not all of the it's not all of the weapons we use in your backyard that's convincing. Yeah. That. I was gonna say, these people have heard of potlucks before, but uh, we do regularly throw axes in the backyard. <laughs> not any regularly anymore. The world's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. Soon, the axes, they return. <laughs> Jesus. The axes, they will fly again. Yeah. All right. So, last time, we had downtime. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we we got to keep going. We, Jade and I can't do this for, like, five hours. Watch me. <laughs> if, if we do, I'm just going to need a drink, is the thing. Um, oh, that could be a fun last time we had downtime. activity. <laughs> and uh, everyone found out that Ariel's brother is Visser 1 um, Dante and Ariel had a conversation about Ariel's uh, reckless behavior it was not a conversation in so much as 
Dante made a statement and then shut the door in her face. <laughs> and actually listening back to it, I still don't really understand what the point was. <laughs> the point was bombs have collateral damage. Yeah, no shit, honey. <laughs> uh... Uh, let's see, Kel and Benny had a heart-to-heart, a brain-to-brain, if you will, Um, (laughs) that definitely traumatized no one. Uh, (laughs) That's what it says. It would suck (laughs) if it traumatized someone. Yeah, you know. Um, Let's see, what did uh, Adrian and Jude do? Um, Jude made a plan to get Ariel's brother back with Yeah, Jude was the best of all of us. Yes. Yes. Um, And Adrian made contact with the Yerk Peace Movement uh, and was a seagull while doing it, so... Yes. I need to remember what that dude's name was. (laughs) Gary something, I think. (laughs) It's literally in the episode I just listened to. Uh... So do we call him just Mr. Something, I think? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't something. Gavin Malcolm, was it? Oh, it was... Yeah. No, was, yeah, yeah. That yeah, sounds right. I knew it started with a G. Galvin. Gavin. I could have sworn Gary I wrote it down Malcolm. somewhere. We're really good at this. I specifically oh. am really good at this. Hi, everybody. Just quick editor note here from Brian. I wanted to put in here that Danielle is, in fact, very good at this. Uh, they're way too hard on themselves. Bye. Uh, and uh, if you're here for the shipping, uh, Dante and Kel said the L word. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure everything's was... going to be fine with them. I remember that now because something was happening with me. And then when I came back, I was like, what did I miss? And everyone bust out laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the cats was doing something. That seems logical. Probably likely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, it was Gavin Malcolm. It's written in the York related information note. Yeah, I've got okay. it written down on my yeah. text document, too. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, since then, not much has happened. Things have been relatively quiet. Y'all have been kind of keeping your heads down a little bit, trying to uh, keep track of the things that you actually want to keep. Jude had uh, applied to college. Um, Adrian and Benny. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian and Benny both have to uh, kind of get back to their studies. Dante basically quit college and hacked MIT. Um, Kel is still going to their classes. Uh, We decided Ariel, we retconned that Ariel is not a student. Um, Retconned if I said it at some point. Right. I don't Um, remember. So, we know that... Uh, it's it's been a hot minute since the Diwali episode because that happened in theoretically in in universe in October. Yep, that's when Diwali was was in in two thousand three was in October. Mm-hmm. And that was not at the very end of that downtime, but somewhere 
in between it. Um, and so I think a couple months, maybe, or one month-ish, several weeks. Um, and then this all went down in the course of a day. Uh, and then we had downtime again. So my question to you all is, when are we? Do we think it's the new year already? Uh, please be, because I did write that that legally distinct New Year cover for our theme. Because <laughs> I was thinking it was the New Year. For cutie. But if you guys want to do like Christmas or New Year's or something, then I'm not going to take that from you. Uh, there's a there's a uh, mm, we can just like kind of like abstract it. But I had an incident that I wanted to happen at Hanukkah. Oh, okay. Um, but that's fine. I mean, we can go, we can flash back to that at some point. Cause it's not, it's not so much plot relevant as it's just Ariel being emotional. So, mm, yeah. Okay. So it's probably not far into the new year. Um, would you say it's like March? <laughs> no, I wouldn't even say that long. Um, although I was for a while, definitely coinciding the dumb kids timeline with ours um we tried so hard <laughs> and we didn't get very far and in the, in end, the end it didn't even matter it's true um uh, if we're in the new year i want to just state for the record that kel has turned 22 uh their birthday is early december nice. so, because i care about these things apparently yeah. I think we're like early January, maybe. People feel cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. down for it. Okay. How so does winter? Early. Sorry. How does winter break work in the states? Like, what sort of period of time does that cover? Are we off college? Those of us are at college now. Usually, yes. It depends on the college. Some colleges have a three semester setup, but for the majority of them, you are off school by mid December. And then you come back mid mid to early January, depending. Can I just say that I was almost very confused because Jade was like, uh, how does winter? And was like, yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Like, wait, why are you talking to winter? <laughs> <laughs> the crossover no one knew we could actually make happen. <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyways, uh, relevant things. What were you saying, Brian? <laughs> Uh, I say unless you unless you go to Maryville College where you have like J term, which is yeah. like a ti- tiny semester just nestled in January. A lot of a lot of colleges do that. They'll have one week before the start of spring semester where people can take like different classes for oh, things. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Rollins so, had it too. Should we say if... that we haven't gone back to college yet? Those of us still yes. attending. I think Wicked. that will make everything easier. Yeah. Jude has to probably, Jude probably starts in the spring. Yeah, almost He's going to be like one of the non-traditional students. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's early January. Y'all are out of school. You've made it to the break. Um, How how do you, uh, those of you who are actively attending college, how do you spend your break? How do you fill your days? Kel has, um, as well as hating how cold it is, 
has been uh, spending time steadily moving gear to one of the bug fighters, the uh, the Sharpied bug fighter specifically, <laughs> as that is quote their bug fighter in their head. Look, the handwriting's all over it. <laughs> um, and has been steadily like setting up equipment in there, and it's starting to resemble the uh, old studio they had in the shipping container. But there's like communications gear and they're sort of spending time in there as a space to do work. And they've got like a small generator in there now. Like I imagine they just like flew the bug fighter somewhere and then, so they could get a car up to it and then just like started putting stuff in. So <laughs> anyone who wanted to help with that project would have been appreciated. But yeah, it was lots of getting that space sort of Kel friendly. Mm-hmm. By Kel friendly, I mean there's a lot of electricals in there. Mm. Uh, I love the idea just like you put your name on it so it's yours so somebody's like hey who took my bug fire out of the fridge I wrote my name on it who took it but yeah like Kel doesn't celebrate any winter holidays especially um, but would have made sure to be around for anything Ariel wanted to do and definitely has been making sure they are available for Ariel. And has probably roped Ariel into helping. It, it, they really didn't need to try. Ariel will just help. Yeah, but it's sort of just like as a thing to do together as well. Just like showing Ariel how like some of the electric stuff works because Ariel's like super smart and gets it. Yes. So isn't frustrating that. to work with. But I'm like, Dante doesn't have opinions about how it should be done, so it's a lot easier to work with them. (laughs) What about Adrian and Benny? Well, I don't, you know, it's, Adrian definitely doesn't go home for the break. Mm -hmm. Um, Having never attended... Uh, college like on campus um, or like staying on campus I don't know if he'd be allowed to stay in the dorms during break you can get like special permission yeah it depends usually you have to have a excuse Adrian could have always stayed at the apartment if need be or on the boat yeah he could have stayed uh, he could have stayed on the ship uh, actually yeah would uh, Alma let him crash with them? <laughs> yes. Then I think that's where uh, he crashes for the break. Um, I don't know. It's hard to think of things that one would do in 2003 because things are so different right now. <laughs> um Shit, what movies were out in 2003? I feel like Adrian probably goes to the movies a bunch. Well, it's 2004 now, so... I'm Googling. Mm. I look for Christmas releases, 2003. Gosh. Oh, shit, the butterfly effect was out. Oh, my God. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the day after tomorrow... uh, Elf. It It was the year of Elf. Oh my god. (laughs) 
Yeah. Lord so... of the Rings Return of the King. Did everybody go to see Lord of the Rings Return of the King, you guys? Yeah. No. <laughs> this is a bunch of nerds. For the most I've part. still not yes. seen those movies. Oh. Anya. I've I've failed you. Oh, bud. And Vinny is playing the uh closing song by any Lennox on pretty much continuous repeat on the boat. Buddy. <laughs> I'm glad he's doing okay. Oh jeez. <sighs> Jesus. Uh Kel's really mad about love actually. FYI. <laughs> Which also came out in 2003 at Christmas. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. God. Okay, yeah. Adrian definitely saw Love Actually, and I think, like, he <laughs> bitches with Kel about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot the other thing that happened at the end of last session, or throughout last session. You talked to the oatmeal guy. Yeah. We did oh, talk shit. to the oatmeal guy. I, uh, what that was, like, one of the biggest things to happen yeah. last session. Yeah. I threatened he to make his bigger, immortality oh, yeah, we, a living hell, yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, we tried to talk to Amber. And she's like, nope, that's not quite how that worked. <laughs> yeah, so he's still in the freezer. Uh, Lucky him. Boston in the winter. Have fun, kid. Um, okay. Uh, Mac, did you want to say what Ariel does with Hanukkah? I mean, the thing that happens on Hanukkah is Ariel brings out her family's menorah and she goes to light it and just has a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Because uh, even when Mal was abroad, like, like I'm pretty sure I said in the Diwali episode that the mm-hmm. very first time, the very it was the Hanukkah. Yeah. When she called him because mm-hmm. she never celebrated a holiday alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, she can't do that, and she's not happy, so she kind of has a minor breakdown. Oh, uh, buddy. but the candle's lit. The candles get lit, but then she just starts crying, and it's a bad time mm-hmm. for everybody. Uh, that makes sense. All right. Are you doing anything with Dr. David Sullivan at this point? You just waiting him out? I mean, we can't wait him out. He's going to last outlast us. I just don't yeah. have a... I have a number of plans, but I don't think I can convince the rest of the team to do any of them, so I'm keeping quiet for now. Okay, so I come well... Up with a plan somebody well... Hmm? Hmm? Well... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you can talk to Ariel about them. Um, well, it's... Doesn't have to be right now, I'm yeah. just saying, we like... need to get a, a vet with low moral standings first. Like a veterinarian. <laughs> Good. This is gonna go great. Uh, so he's in the freezer. We'll, uh, just put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> for honestly, now. if you want to talk to Jude, Jude probably knows some vets. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, well, it's a risky plan. Here's the plan. Uh, we can cut it out because it's going to be weird. Um, the plan is give him morphing powers, cut the yerk literally out of his head, and then have him morph to, like, the guy inside of there to morph to 
um, be okay post maybe not the best open brain surgery. That definitely will not have any unintended consequences. No, I bet None it wouldn't. Uh, but uh, the other, like the other thing, is just like Dante's is probably like more than like if I can maybe talk to the if I could talk to the guy stuck in there, mm. uh, maybe see what he wants to do. But like I know what Dante's opinion of what would he would prefer for you all to do if this was him in this situation, so. Mm. All right. We will revisit that. Yeah, put pin in that. Because uh, I have a mission plan for you all. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you asked for a relatively low-stakes mission, so we're not going to consider cutting the yerk out of a person's head right this second. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a long-term cool. project anyways, frankly. <laughs> Or uh, a very, very short-term project. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, Adrian. Yes. Uh, you exchanged contact information with Gavin Malcolm. Sure did. The York Peace Movement uh, person. Um, and he... Alma isn't privy to all this information anymore because they just aren't in the loop, really. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, Gavin contacts you. Shit. Uh, You okay? Sorry. The tablet started playing music. (laughs) (laughs) So Gavin contacts you and uh, what he asked to meet He'd probably ask to meet with you. Basically, he's going to say, hey, I have some information for y'all <laughs> um, that you should act on. Um, but he doesn't want to give all the details over. Uh, Legit. Over email or whatever. So he's going to ask that you meet him. Probably in the same location as before, wherever that was. I think it was like a park. Yeah, it was. It was like somewhere open air um, mm-hmm. and public. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you bring anyone else to this meeting? Um, how do you inform everybody else? Had you told everybody that you met with this person? Good question. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure August said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm raising my hand in the background because if August wants to bring somebody, I'm very down. <laughs> no, that's um that's actually what I was thinking because like I feel like Adrian would have in hindsight Adrian would have told Ariel. Mm-hmm. Not Dante? Like <laughs> <laughs> And Weird. I think his justification is definitely like I don't want to endanger these contacts because I know what Dante and Benny would probably think of them and I don't know what Jude would think of them. So It's fine. I'm used to not being included. Oh, I'm sorry. Ariel's very chill with aliens. So, yeah. Um, 
I think Adrian would take Ariel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what morph Ariel would take, but Adrian is definitely going to be the seagull again. Oh, uh, Ariel has a Ariel has a crow. Yes. So, if if I if Ariel hadn't had the crow, I was going to be like Ariel's going to pick up a cat morph. Um, but Ariel has a crow, so Ariel can be a crow. Now all we need is a blue jay, and we're just arson, murder, and blue jay walking. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you actually start a literal fire in the beach restaurant. Uh, All right, so you go to meet uh, Gavin. Um, Who lands? Does Adrian land and Mac or Ariel stays above, or do you both land? Adrian definitely lands. Um, and if Gavin has food again, uh, Adrian would probably be like, hey, can I have a bite? As a way to introduce as a way to introduce himself. And like, it's something that happened before. So it's like kind of like a little code that it's Adrian. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he... It takes a French fry and tears it into pieces and kind of throws them to you. Um, and he kind of nods, like a very small nod in your direction, um, pulls out a cell phone, opens it and presses it to his ear while it's off, um, and says... Um, Uh, thank you for talking with me. Yeah, of course. What's uh, what's up? Uh, my uh, cohorts and I have uh, come across some information of a new project our friends are undertaking. Uh... And we don't have a large amount of information on it, uh, but it does seem that it's something our friends are putting a lot of resources into, which probably means it's not something good. So we were hoping uh, you could help stage an intervention Adrian kind of like shifts and ruffles his feathers a little bit and says, yeah, we're pretty good at interventions. I don't know if you know, but uh, we've done some intervention before and uh, I think we'll be happy to do it again. Uh, I think he looks up. Um, He's clearly trying to like look to see if anyone else is around. Mm-hmm. Like, any other Andalite bandits are around. Um, there are probably several other seagulls here. And so, he's just kind of like... It's that kind of like when you're scanning a crowd, but you don't know who you're looking for, so you're kind of just scanning in the hopes that someone stands out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Ariel, do you do anything? 
Not right now. Okay. Um, and he looks back at you, Adrian. And he says, all right, uh, good. Um, uh, so the, our friends are building something, uh, north of here, far north of here, um, uh, are you, are you familiar with the uh, human nation known as Quebec? I mean, I've never been there, but I've heard they're kind of rude. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Ariel, Ariel, like, directs a thought directly at Adrian that says they're French. <laughs> no offense to French people or French Canadian people, but like they're French. <laughs> it's a stereotype uh, that Adrian is aware of. Whether or not <clears throat> Adrian actually believes it is a different story, but that is the stereotype that he has heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, I, my host doesn't know anything about that, but, uh, north of there is some sort of national park, um, that is remote and empty of people who might interfere. Uh, and... They're building something there. I don't know what sort of transportation capabilities you have. Um, I do know that uh, some transport ships will leave from either the pool complex or from the, the ships to head there and come back full of supplies. Um, I don't have specific locations because uh, digging any deeper would draw unwanted attention. Yeah, you need to take care of yourself, I understand. Um, but we know that they're building something there and that it's big and uh, it could it could be a lot of trouble for your friends Adrian kind of like shifts and ruffles his feathers again and is just like well we'll just have to be trouble right back won't we Stay safe. And uh, Gavin hears like a mental laugh and then Adrian says, we'll try. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is all that he really has to give to you. Um, 
But, I mean, he can sit here and chat with you for longer if you want. Yeah, I think Adrian uh, chats with him. Um, again, Adrian's good with people, so he wants to build a good mm-hmm. rapport. So, mm-hmm. okay. probably asks, like, what he does for a living and, like, how he and his host met, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's relatively forthcoming with the information. Uh Ariel, you overhear all of this. Hmm. Um, unless Adrian is keeping you out of his thought speak, but I don't think so. No. Um, so. But that's all I got there. That is that is the plot hook. <laughs> um. Before before we leave, <laughs> before we leave, Ariel will drop down onto the table Mm -hmm. um drop like a quarter on the table (laughs) steal a french fry and then leave (laughs) (laughs) good great (laughs) she like i think she like stares at gavin a little bit like like dead-eyed like steals the french fry blink blink only or i do crows blink Yes. Okay. Um, blinks at him and then flies away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like right before Adrian leaves. So if mm-hmm. Gavin wants to say anything about it, Adrian can like make a comment. <laughs> uh, Danielle. Uh, he'll. S- oh, go on. Sorry. Yes. Finish your finish that thought. He'll say something along the lines of, uh, "He'll like raise an eyebrow and be like, I didn't realize." the crows here had learned how to use currency. (laughs) They're very advanced. (laughs) Yeah, Adrian sounds very sheepish when uh, he says, well, I mean, sometimes crows can be creative and maybe a little rude. <laughs> Adrian gets the distinct sense that Ariel is flipping him the bird. <laughs> Just sends him a mental image. Yeah. <laughs> flipping right. him the bird. Because they're birds. Physically mm-hmm. birds. So Adrian has to take this information back to the to the group. Yeah. How how's he gonna explain that? Uh, but Brian did have a thought. Oh, I was just yes. going to say, I see why you said a national park north of Quebec, because I looked up national parks in Quebec, and I can't pronounce a single fucking one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine they're in the native Inuit language. Some of them um, are. Some of them are decidedly French. Mm. I don't know which one yeah. you're talking about, though, because <laughs> they're all just... Uh, yeah, the one, the one to the far north. Uh, in that little peninsula area. One's named St. Bruno. That's it. That's all I got out of uh, what I'm looking at, a list of 20 national parks. Oh. And even then, you're probably not saying it right. Probably not, no. <laughs> uh, okay, Adrian, how are you taking this information back to everybody else? How are you going to explain how you got it? Since it's in Quebec. <laughs> I think Adrian just calls or texts everybody to meet him at the, the ship, like Mm -hmm. gives Benny some warning. It's like, Hey, 
we need to have a meeting. Can you turn the music down? A <laughs> <laughs> single song. Um, fuck. And uh, I'm assuming everybody's there. Sure. And Adrian starts off like, so there we have a problem in Quebec. When do we not have a problem? Well, I mean, okay, but this is a bigger problem than we normally have, or, well, it's a problem we need to take care of, and it's in <laughs> Quebec. I have several questions. <laughs> yes, Jude. <laughs> Quebec, well, let huh? me let, let me lay it out for you. And Adrian, you know, gives the high points of what Gavin told him. Mm-hmm. Um, just about you know the Yerks are working on building something, and it's big, and it's probably trouble, and we need to go disrupt it asap. Kel gives Adrian a bit of a quizzical look because they have this whole, like, their, quote, passive police scan of thing. You're just like, how did you find out about her? Yeah, I'm, I'm I, literally I jacked into their I computer network. <laughs> I didn't know anything. About, I hadn't heard anything about this. No talk at all, which means they're keeping quiet about it on their communications. So how do you know? I'm trying to think of how he phrases this. <laughs> um, I can't wait to my next level up where I take take the the lie detector ability. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says a good journalist doesn't reveal their sources. Oh, but Jesus. <laughs> excuse me, says Kel, the previous radio journalist, effectively. <laughs> oh god <laughs> Dante turns around like hey hey uh guys did you know that we're this is we're not a guerrilla warfare no this is we're a newspaper now i'm gonna be perry white uh get me pictures of spider-man those aren't the same character jude, <laughs> jude pulls a paper boy cap out from behind his back out of nowhere like aye aye captain <laughs> we fucked that up so bad <laughs> Listen, I can't tell you where the information came from. And then we can't trust you. <laughs> Look, I well, get wanting to protect your sources, Adrian, but we need something to go on. Just that somebody told you and you trust them, like... It's not that we don't think that you would lead us into a trap, but they might. Even if you trust them, we need to ver- like verify the information in some way. We, we can at least check. My source said that there are supply ships that are coming and going from here to there we can at least verify that and that'll let us know if we've still got something to go on alright I'm gonna ask a really dumb question this is out of character hmm. um, 
which I just looked up the answer to, so this is mostly a joke. What is the airspeed velocity of an American crow? Oh, my God. Um, Are you is, laden or unladen? Uh, unladen. Um, no, I'm trying to figure out if it would be possible, and I'm going to just Google this also, and um, I'm getting now how long do crows live, because I have searched for things about crows on Google now. Uh, for a crow to fly from Boston to wherever the fuck, probably longer than two hours, actually. Yeah, you Never would. Mind. it would be a multi-day trip where you would fly and land and demorph. Actually, Jude probably has some experience with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From all the flying back and forth he did to uh, Amherst. Probably, but someone would have to talk to him. Listen, we at least have that much to go on that we can verify and... Scoping it out is worthwhile, at least. If nothing else, we can get some eyes on their supply ships and maybe disrupt some of that. I mean, we've done it before, right? I wonder if their supply ships have cloaking devices. Yes. Oh, yeah, I knew that. We've seen it. <laughs> hmm. I wonder how much harder they are to fly than a bug fighter. <laughs> oh, hey, we probably... Hey, Jet Gra, are you here? Yeah, they're around. Hey, how, how much harder to fly uh, is one of the supply ships to the, the bug fighters? Do you guys know that? Uh, I think Jet kind of shrugs. Um... And it says something along the lines of a ship's a ship. The York technology is all pretty standardized now. Oh, okay, okay. That could lead to something interesting to add to the fleet. We're running out of places to put them. Yeah, I feel like we could we'd have to we'd have to well well we could probably put the bug fighters in the bigger ship. Like like a like a, a nesting doll of of stolen alien technology. <laughs> I remember seeing one of these things, and they're very large. I blew it up. Yeah, you couldn't. You definitely couldn't fit both bug fighters in there. You might be able to fit one if you didn't have anything else in it. Next thing you know, we'll just have amassed an entire fleet of. Dolan ships. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did the did the did the Animorphs books end with like all of the kids just stealing their own bespoke jet fighter? <laughs> <laughs> no, funnily enough, it did not. Oh, weird. 